Whoa, hey, welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hello. I'm trying out a new voice. Hello. Yeah. Are you going to take over for Delilah someday? Oh, it's so funny. Is Delilah still going? I think so. Yes. I think I heard her the other day. Boy, is that an interesting. Wow. <laughs> interesting show. Don't make us enemies here. You were already beefing with other syndicated hosts the other day. I was? Yeah. Off Thanks. the air. Thanks for turning on the light. Let it Oh, we <laughs> went a little Aaron Neville there. The <laughs> and I don't know but I know how I love you. <laughs> oh, that's such a great song. Um, I used to listen to Delilah, my buddy uh, Nick, when we were growing up. I, the first night I stayed over at his house, he was like, "Hey, I listen to this every night as I go to bed." And I was like, oh, bleak. I get that. The music's really good. Okay, hang on. Delilah's what makes that show. The music is a sidebar. Delilah is the voice of the nation in the evening. She hears people. She takes callers. She has such an easy voice. Hey, this is Joanne from Tacoma. Joanne, what's on your mind? Well, Joanne does a request and dedication. Yeah, and they they never play the song you want. They're like, "I'll play a song for you." I'm like, "That is nothing nope. like what I wanted." But fine. Anyway, we had a version of her in Atlanta. Um, her name was Rebecca, and when she was like soft spoken, and she was very Delilah. Easy listening. Sure, I love Delilah. Is Delilah still on? Yes. What's going yes, on? Yes, she is. I just listened to her the other. Do night. you remember the other? I'm not going to say the name. Do you remember the other syndicated host? who we were talking about the other day, and you're like, what's going on with this show? It's an evening show, syndicated, male. Dr. Ruth? No. Male. Uh, syndicated male. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, John Tesh. Hi, Donna! Yeah, yeah. We realized John Tesh's show, and I like the John Tesh radio show. Yeah, it's fine. It's Intelligence for Your Life is it's essentially... A three-hour version of According to a New Study. Frankly, if you like our 1115 segment, According to a New Study, That's you'll right. love the John Tesh radio show. I just must tell you that. I was listening to him the other day, too. I like yeah. the Teshinator. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, he used to come on Conan O'Brien, John Tesh. And I Conan would just, like, to his face say he's like a caveman. Just because ah! he's so big and his head's so big. And oh it just he would just, like... But they had, a, they had great bits. I remember John Tesh being a... Really good guest on uh, Conan. Now, you remember John Tesh from, like, television, Enter- Entertainment right? Yeah, Tonight right. is where I first knew yes. him. And then I found out that he wrote the NBA on NBC um, theme, which was great. Uh, and I believe, did he also write the jingle for Entertainment Tonight as well? I'm... The old jingle? I'd believe it if you said it. I'll say it. All and right. if you guys want to fact check us... That's on you. Have a ball. Bye. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Ed Sheeran strikes again. Mike the Cynic is going to say it's probably because ticket sales were low somewhere. Uh, I mean, you did acquire tickets for that concert for $12. How dare you, I'm Mike? just saying. They were 13 and $25 after Ticketmaster fees. Boy, is that... Ed a- is a man of the people. Uh-huh. 
Anyway, but yeah, maybe he should do smaller venues. Maybe that's what it's getting to. He's not going to though because once you he had seventy two thousand people in U.S. Bank. Oh right, he probably that was doesn't a record. Care. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, care how much? How, half of us. how much better could his show do? Well, but Mike's point is, if they were, if those seats where I sat were seventy five dollars each, we would have stayed home. Well, how do you think Garth Brooks has? put on so many shows because he keeps his ticket prices low. I paid a lot more than 12 to see Garth. Really? Yeah. I've never paid for a Garth show. Oh. Donna, that's in poor taste. You seem unrelatable. <laughs> <laughs> Donna's like, does anybody else have problem with their Bentleys? That's why I don't go to concerts anymore because I don't get my yeah. tickets for free. <laughs> oh my god! Really annoying, actually. Oh, you should. I really think I annoy people when I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to like a Kenny Chesney concert. Boring." And I'm like, "I'm gonna leave as soon as possible." And they're like, "What? Why? Oh yeah, we're in a suite. Ugh, gotta get out of that." That's place. the best Stupid place traffic. to see a show. I disagree. In a suite? No, oh, I, I disagree. Love it. I think it's one of the most awkward places to see a show. Because you got to talk to people. You're too insulated. So, no, I don't want to see it in a lot of the seats. I have very few seats that I'd want to see a concert in. But up there, it's the walls. You're just, you're not a part of it. You're like there. It almost feels like you're spectating people at a concert. Yes. And the energy is not what I want it to be there. feels just a little... Weird. I feel like you kind of got disconnected it. a little. Yeah, yeah if you want to okay. get after it, maybe get close. But I get it; they're more expensive. When getting you're a, go ahead, Mike. When you're in a group of people, everyone's moving and dancing. When you're in that suite, there's like four feet between you and the other person. Yeah. You're both like, "Do I move? Do I dance? Yes. This is awkward. My legs kind of up on this chair, but I'm still kind of <laughs> moving. What's going on here? Yeah, very weird. What do I do with my hands? I'll Public see. dancing is a weird yeah. thing for me. I love dancing at like weddings and and clubs. We once had a discussion on the show about. People dancing at like a backyard. It was like an outdoor barbecue, and it was like daylight, and they had music on, and people were dancing. And I was like, "Oh God, that sounds very uncomfortable." You're just gonna you're gonna take your final bite of your pulled pork sandwich, and then just go stand up in the daylight, in the broad daylight, and start moving your body rhythmically. <laughs> Getting back know. to Ed Sheeran. Anyway. Oh yeah. He crashed a couple's wedding at the Little White Wedding Chapel in Las Vegas. And you want to hear what it sounded like? Ah, uh, please. Okay, here we go. As you continue to walk down the well. Is this how it feels to be in love? This is magical. It's got background singers. This is magical. as their official witness what if they were like who the hell is this guy yeah that would be embarrassing one of their exes they were big ed sharon fans and they only listened to that right? music oh and they're God. like and get out of sudden, here yeah, <laughs> i think there had to be some due diligence done before this i would hope i don't know I- it sounds like the person officiating was interrupted and didn't 
No, they knew. They didn't. The officiator knew. Get out of here. 85% of what we see online is is faked to some extent. Maybe not 100% fake, but I just, I want I, to, oh gosh. The Facebook videos that I see, the Instagram reels, the TikToks. Oh, I know. That I'm like, guys, guys. How about the people who like make fake. themselves cry? That's always a tough one when you choose that you've gone through a tough time and then you set the phone up and then I like I cry so infrequently. I'm sensitive, but I tears don't come out of my eyes often. Aww. So I can't imagine what do you do? Do you let the phone do you set the phone up? Clean up the house first of all, right? Cuz you're not crying in a Or at least whatever's <laughs> behind you. Yeah. Whatever's behind you. Do you set the phone up and then go cry or do you start to cry and realize, "Oh, I should record this and then put text over it like these last six months have been so difficult. I never knew quitting a job could be so scary. But then I realized that with my core group of girls, I'm actually on the path to freedom. <laughs> There's just so much of it out there. I'm just like, and, and then you read the comments girls. and people are like, oh yes, queen, God. like live your life. And I'm... That's amazing. <sighs> hey, uh, real quick, because we're running up against the clock. Um, there's a rumor that NSYNC might reunite tonight at the VMAs. Thank there you. is a rumor. Uh, multiple members of the boy band have been seen in New York yesterday, including Justin Timberlake, Joey Fatone, Lance Bass. J.C. Chazé was photographed on a private plane as well. Ooh. Chris Kirkpatrick posted a 9-11 tribute that included a picture of a New York City fire truck, although it doesn't prove that he's actually there, but people think they might all be there. They are, they've already recorded music for uh, Trolls, band together the new trolls movie that timberlake's in so maybe maybe something happens tonight at the vmas you watch it let me know what happens i can't because i don't want to we got some food news when we come back mcdonald's is getting rid of something that i think will be a uh, shot to a lot of our childhoods we'll explain that also should smoking sections don't give me that look don i'm trying to do a tease sorry it was looking at somebody else should smoking sections come back? Nope. All right. We'll talk about that. What do we return? Not a seed by talk. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. I'm making a little noise here. Sorry, I have some microphone issues. Oh, it's okay, Donna. It makes you more relatable. Oh, thank thanks, you for Steve. being yourself. Aw, thank you. It's your disheveledness and general disaster <laughs> nature that makes you so relatable. What the hell's going on over there? I don't know what happened. <laughs> Donna's microphone has fallen fully down. Just just kneel on the ground and speak up toward it. None of my stuff ever works. Hey, hey. <sighs> Remember being a kid? You'd always go over to your friend's house. They had cooler toys, but the batteries. They were, never had good batteries in them. So it was like, yeah, sorry, the batteries are dead. That's but the story of these, my life. All these things? And you're not rebattering these things all the time? Same. I just don't even fix my stuff anymore. I just let it be broken. Thank you. Uh-oh, I've got it. <laughs> Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! An updated memoir title for Donna. Just let it be broken. (laughs) It would be called All My Bleep is Broken. Hey, Donna, Donna, Donna. Now, I said, I I thought you'd be on board with this. Maybe this wasn't your generation, though. I don't think it was. And Are we talking about McDonald's? McD's. McDonald's is going to be getting rid of their self-serve soda pop fountains. 
I don't even remember there being self-serve. Yeah, you're deluded. They're they're transitioning now to a system where... Did you just say I'm deluded? I didn't mean it in a mean way. That's a you problem if you're taking it that way. (laughs) They are transitioning to a system where the employees will fill all the cups. It won't be an immediate change. They will slowly shift all locations over. And when they say slowly, gosh darn it, they mean it. By 2032... Twenty thirty two. Why is this even a story today? Because Donna. Twenty thirty two. Twenty thirty ten years. No, but they're going to start now, and then they'll they'll get to all the beat up McDonald's in twenty thirty two. Thanks for the warning. Hey, ten year warning. (laughs) Many of us have memories of being happy children. You can see yourself out during this portion, Donna, of being happy children and going to McDonald's. And what would you do? You would get what at the time, you can't call it this anymore, but you would get at the time what was called a suicide. I don't know why it was called that. But what you would do is you would get a little bit of each of the pops. You'd mix some Coke with some Dr. Pepper, a little bit of Sprite in there, Uh and then you would mix it all together. And it was a joy because you weren't totally sure what it was going to taste like each time, but as a child... You knew it was going to taste awesome. You didn't. You couldn't describe what the flavor would be like. And then each time, if you went heavier on the Coke or lighter on the Dr. Pepper or heavier on the Sprite, it could totally alter the flavor profile. And it was very exciting. So as a kid, as a kid, the freedom that you're given, the responsibility of the person saying, okay, fine, you want a small drink, you get the cup now, and I am the captain now. Like, they, you get to go. How much ice do you want? You want light ice? You, get to chew. you don't want any ice? You want that thing just jam-filled with pop? Fine, you can do it. And now these are going to be gone. I remember in America where things were fun. I don't even remember walking into a McDonald's. We went through the drive-through. I didn't know that I could get my own pop. We had a hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A family fun night on uh, McDonald's Tuesday nights in Harmerville, Pennsylvania. Used to have family fun nights where cheeseburgers were 29 cents and uh, cheese, uh, excuse me, hamburgers 29 cents, cheeseburgers 39 cents. And 3WS... The local oldies station would be there, and it was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> hey, 
daughter. Don't belittle this. No, this is this is a beautiful memory. Thank you for sharing it with everyone. Haven't you ever been to any other place where you get to serve your own pop? I mean, the McDonald's right up the street, you get to serve your own. Yeah, as an adult. I don't remember it as a kid. Have you ever mixed two drinks together? No. Your life is about as exciting as a drape. You need to infuse it with energy. You need to try things, Tana. Okay. Speaking of which, I now interrupt this food segment. As I say, you need to try things, Donna. What are you talking about? You're not a bad dog. Here is a guy who's been going viral. Nicotine Dolls is his name on TikTok. Here is part two. He went viral for his Owen Wilson as Obi-Wan Kenobi. And now here is part two that he just released. Guy, tell you to come up here. I have the high ground. You're pretty much down there. I'm going to slice your feet off in your hands. Like, what's going on? We were brothers. And now it feels like you're really mad at me. And I don't really know why. Hey, Han, can I talk to you for a sec? Thanks. You got to stop being such a negative Nancy when I'm talking about the force to loot. Sitting over there, your boots up. And God, you got a lot of confidence. Isn't he great? He's fantastic. That was a fun. See, that helped my, my pop story. Okay. Yeah, that was great. Fewer people are eating inside fast food restaurants. That's why they're removing them. More people are ordering for oh. uh, pickup through the app or for delivery. Got it. Anyway. There was also an article today, I believe it was in Vice, saying should smoking sections come back in bars? No. In restaurants, no. maybe they, they are even suggesting in coffee shops. No, they should have the hut of shame like we do. <laughs> we make our smoking employees, or sorry, as we like to refer to them, our addicts. We like to make them smoke outside in what looks like a bus terminal where the bus never comes. <laughs> it's so great. It's the weirdest thing. Why? I guess they didn't want them smoking right near the door because then the smoke would get in, and I'm sure there's some sensitive sallies who and are then like, they... I smell smoke in here. Right. And then maybe no there's the reason for the cover is in case it rains, so people aren't tempted to like smoke out the window or whatever. <laughs> smoke out the window? Could you imagine B. Arthur? You were walking into the building, would you see her head out of her window? I used to Puffing a heater? Yeah. You bet. All right, good talking to you. Uh, the answer is no. I wouldn't. That would that would be a terrible. All right, all right. Sorry, sorry. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna go fix my microphone. Okay. Um, why don't you do that, and then we'll get ready to play a game. All right. Your mic is making so much consistent. I know. Right I'm now. so so sorry. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. That's the number that you can call. In uh, you can choose if you want to team up with Donna or me. The game is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We'll all find out what topic Mike has chosen for us when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. I'll tell you what, we need to get insured. Donna's microphone. It is. I'm watching it fall it. apart oh, right in front God. of me. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Stevie Boy here from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. They are helping to save people money all the time. If you haven't heard me talk about them before, first of all, where have you been? Uh, but second of all, they have a really easy solution for you. And Donna always is like, do you think people know it's free? And let me just reiterate, this is free. This doesn't cost you anything. This will just save you money. What you do is you go to thecanopygroup.com and then click get a quote and then you'll start the process with them. They have a team of 40 specialists. They'll reach out to you. They'll find out what's your situation right now. What do you got insured? Do you need anything extra insured? Do you need to take things off of insurance? What do you need? 
How can we help you? And then they turn your situation out to their 16 different insurance companies that they partner with. Some big names that you've heard of, some other more boutique agencies you haven't heard of. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to fight it out for your business. You're going to save as a result. Why? Because the Canopy Group gives you options. And remember, it doesn't cost you a dime. Thecanopygroup.com. Hey, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. We are joined by the one and only Big Zamboni. Honk, honk. Honk, 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 honk. Thank you for fixing my microphone. You're welcome. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It is a 95 to 89 score. Steve is five away from triple digits. Donna's six behind Steve here at this point. And uh, today is a very special day, as I often say. Today is National Ants on a Log Day. Uh, okay. Which, of course, is, is celery? You, celery with some peanut butter and then uh, raisins on top of it. Cute. Oh, I was going to say pepper. Treat. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Ants on a log day, which means today, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge's theme, food dishes that don't sound anything like what they actually are. Okay, that's good. Good. So. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, okay. all right. Okay. Food dishes that aren't what they sound like they are. That is our category for today. And uh, Diane, you're going to play along with us. Diane, welcome to the Don and Steve Experience. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing really Good, well. What thank are you up you. to today, Diane? What's that? What are you up to today? Well, I'm getting ready to go out for lunch with some friends, nice. and then I'm going out for dinner with other friends. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow, somebody's got a nice restaurant budget. <laughs> it's a social day. Yes, it is. Wow. What are you thinking you're going to eat at lunch? Have you started thinking about the menu at all? Oh, wow. Uh, it's at the home and table. Are you familiar with that? No, but it sounds interesting. It's on an airstrip, so you can watch planes land and helicopters. It's fun. It's very fun. I think it's, uh, St. Paul. Which side is St. Paul? I don't remember. But oh, anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I should go there. My brother loves watching planes take off, and so does his, um, son. That might be fun to go there sometime. Check it out. Cool. Check it All out. right. Huh. Thanks, Diane. Does Donna stay out of this? Um, I'm trying to. Diane, uh, the question. Hi, Diane. I'm here Hi. too. Hi, Donna. Hi. That sounds like an amazing day you're about to have. Steve, yes. Don't you make faces at me? I wasn't making faces. Now, listen, Diane. It's time for you to determine who you want to team up with. Again, the topic is uh, food items that don't sound like the foods that they actually are in pop culture. I'm- <laughs> I'm going to go with Donna because she's behind and I want to help her catch up. Thank okay. you. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> All right, Diane, you're going to go on hold. Pop culture includes food. What are you talking about, Steve? It is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and we are talking all about food dishes that aren't what they sound like they are. Okay. Are you ready to do this, Donna? I am. Let's get it started with this one. Shh. These small, savory, deep-fried round balls made of cornmeal are staples in southern U.S. cuisine. Named after the region where ranchers created them, deep-fried bull's testicles go by this name. Rocky Mountain Oysters, and the first one I think is grits. What is the most common protein product found in the English dish, toad in the hole? 
Toad in the hole. What protein product is traditionally used in the dish toad in the hole? Ground beef. Okay, you want anything repeated? No, I want Diane to tell me if she <laughs> likes the answers or not. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Diane, you heard her answers. How do you feel like it went? I'm going to agree with her on the first two. I'm tempted to say an egg is the protein in the third one. Let me read it one more time for you. What is the most common protein product used in the English dish, toad in the hole? And what do you want to go with? Ah, Donna can't help me anymore. She can't Mm-mm. anymore, no. But it's, all, it's your game. You get to choose. You're the one playing for a T-shirt. All right, I'm going. I'm going with the egg. Okay, sounds good. Awesome. All, all right. right, I'll call Steve back. Steve, Steve. go ahead and uh, there he comes back. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Hey. Hey, bruh. Pigs in a blanket. Oh, I love it. Oh, I kind of sounded like Alf there. Sorry, I just turned you guys up. Was there laughter that I missed? <laughs> there it is. Sorry, Mike was off. <clears throat> um, yep. Are you ready to go, Steve? Yeah. All right, let's play again. This is all food dishes that aren't. Exactly what they sound like they are. Let's get it started with this one. Shh. These small, savory, deep-fried round balls made of cornmeal are staples in southern U.S. cuisine. Gumbo balls. Named after the region where ranchers created them, deep-fried bull's testicles go by this name. Bull nuts. What is the most common protein product used in the English dish, toad in the hole? Say it again. What is the most common protein product used in the English dish, toad in the hole? Fish. Say any of them again. Uh, shh. These small, savory, deep-fried round balls made of cornmeal are staples of southern U.S. cuisine. Mm. Let's run through these answers. This is a garbage festival of questions. <laughs> Donna, did you do well? I'm not I bet, sure. I bet Diane did. Let's go to the middle one here. Named after the region where ranchers created them, deep-fried bull's testicles go by this name. Donna absolutely crushed it and knew those were Rocky Mountain yes. oysters. Woo. Oh, wow. Nicely done. Thank wow. you. So with, My parents didn't let us eat those as kids. Censorship. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, let's move to the first one. Shh. These small, savory, deep-fried round balls made of cornmeal are staples of southern U.S. cuisine. I'm saying shh. Yeah, that's a hint. Crap. Because they're hush puppies. Ah, yes. Hush puppies, the correct answer for the first one. Oh, shnikes. So with that, Donna still has a 1-0 lead. We move to the next one. What is the most common protein product found in the English dish, toad in the hole? Now, I will say, Diane, she went with egg, which... I think a lot of people in, in the U.S. call a uh, piece of bread that you cut out the middle and put an egg in it. I think that's called toad in the hole in this country. Oh. Mm. But the English dish is actually Yorkshire pudding with sausage in it. Oh, oh. Yep. Oh, Britain <laughs> should Google, be canceled. Google that's... a picture of toad in the hole if you want to uh, get a load of that. But uh, with that, though, Donna, you're the winner today. Yay! And Diane, you're the winner, Yay. too. Yay. Great, great, great. Hey, Way to go, Donna. Thank you. Thank you for helping me. And what is the name of the um, the restaurant you were talking about? Somebody's asking on the, Twitter. The Holman Table. H-O-L-M-A-N, I believe. The Holman Table. Holman Table. Oh, I thought it was Home and Table. Okay, the Thank Holman you. Table. Gotcha. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. And can I really quick give you a tip before your big pickleball matches? Please. Later? Yes, please. Yes. Stretch. 
before stretch after. Thinking about Aaron Rodgers, I ruptured my Achilles tendon <gasps> playing pickleball. You did? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Hey, can I ask a question? What does it feel like when you rupture your Achilles tendon? Because a lot of people don't seem to be in a ton of pain right after. I think your body goes into shock immediately because it feels like someone has taken a, a baseball bat and hit the back of your calf as hard as they can yeah 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 and it's more of a calf pain than it is like down where the achilles is because actually in the video um and by the way news just breaking that it is in fact a ruptured achilles tendon aaron Rodgers out for the season Um, but we saw on that video there's like a recoil that happens in his calf a vibration that you see when it's zoomed in so you feel it more in your calf than you do down near the actual achilles tendon in your ankle yes interesting Hmm. I heard a teacher once describe it. It was that it's almost like getting shot in the Achilles tendon. Uh-huh. It just pops so yes. fast that it's, yeah, you just sense this big immediate pressure. But then after that, it's not like if you broke a wrist or something like that where there's prominent pain. It's almost like, yeah, I don't know, something weird with the feeling. Oh, gosh. Well, Donna, don't you go blown in Achilles. Same for me. Okay. I'm Aaron, thank you for the tip. I'm Aaron Rogers' age. Thanks, Connie. Stretch, stretch, stretch. Thanks, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Have Have a good day. day. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. By the way, yeah, St. Paul Downtown Airport, Holman Field, that's where that uh, restaurant is. Okay, so So, it's Holman. Holman. One word, like a last name type of thing. Correct. I thought it was the home and table. Mm. That was how I heard it first, too. Home and table. Forever by CHS Field. Got it. All right. Probably been there. I don't know. I Thank doubt you. it. Why do you doubt it, Steve? I just feel like you would remember if you had been at a place where planes were taking off. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Quick follow-up. I did look at pictures of Toad in the Hole, and I don't think that's the best name for it. <laughs> <laughs> Crap in a loaf is what's coming to my mind as oh, I'm looking at a picture. It that looks, looks nasty. I mean, and I like sausage. Uh, yeah, but I don't that. want that. I do not want that either. Would you like me to go first? Please. My tip is when your child has to take a test, mm-hmm. have them look at the letter A beforehand. Hmm. There was a study done by the University of Missouri, Dirty Old Missouri, and it found that students who looked at the letter A before a test did better than kids who looked at the letter F. The A group got an average score of 92.3%, which is an A minus. The F group got an average of 78.5%, which is a C plus. There was also a second experiment, which had a third group look at the letter J, those kids did better than the F group, but worse than the A group. So let's just have them look at the letter A for, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. Do you believe in visualization? I don't know for sure. Do you? You know, I, like, do I have a vision board? Yeah, not. I don't have a vision board, but, you know, it, it goes back to that saying, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I think there is a, a whole lot of power in your training your brain to focus on the right things, um, and that that can 
be a factor in you determining the outcome. Okay. You know, like if you if you if you go into a day, I don't know, maybe not staring at the letter A, but just like visioning a wonderful dinner with your spouse. Okay. Then your subconscious, I think, is getting to work there, and you are going about building the right foundation for that to occur, whereas if you enter that same day and say, for whatever reason, oh, God, dinner is going to be so stressful tonight because we have to deal with this, this, and this, it will likely be that way. Athletes deal with visualizing a lot. They're, like, really into the power of visualization. So I, that's in, that's a very interesting one, though, about looking at the letter A. I mean, that's just based on the social connotation of A being success and the letter F representing failure. Mm-hmm. Even the point where those who looked at J finishing above those who looked at F, that's pretty interesting. It's so interesting, I'm not even going to add my tip because mine okay. is worthless by comparison. Oh, thank you. I'm glad I could bring something to the table. At last! Ah, you're so funny. We're having a good, so good, good time. We are friends. We got to go. All right. Let's take a break. All right. Um, When we come back, Beyonce just sort of, I think she made a lot of Etsy sellers happy, but a very specific group of Etsy sellers. I'll tell you what she said at a concert that had Etsy sellers going into overdrive. When we return, it's done. Anna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where my buddy Mike Bryant practices on... Practices law specializing in personal injury law. And if you're injured in an accident, Mike says it's so important to have somebody on your side who's going to fight for your rights. I've watched him argue a, a case not that long ago for a mitor, motorcyclist, excuse me, who was injured in a uh, bus accident. He really knows what he's, he's doing when it comes to presenting a case for recoverable damages, not to mention for pain and suffering and emotional distress. If you or someone you care about is ever, God forbid, in a situation like this, just remember the name Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Don't sign anything before you talk to an attorney. You could set up a free consultation so Mike and his team can identify your damages and calculate how much your case is worth. This will provide you with a lot of insight. Find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hello, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. <coughs> He's a pro. Hey, everybody. It's TV's Steve Patterson. <laughs> Remember? I sure do, Steve. Now I'm radio guy. I'll be signing autographs to about three people in the back of a hardware store 15 years from now. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> While also working a part-time shift at said hardware store. Oh it won't be God. an official meet and greet. Okay. Great. You'll be handing out, like, coupons. Not that there's anything wrong with I was going to say, you got beef with coupons? Not at all. Boy. I love a good coupon. I like a I like a good hardware store worker. Sometimes you run into one and they just they just know. You're like, what'd you do before? Did you build homes? How do you know all these questions? Someone came into me if I was wearing let's say an orange shirt at some big box retailer, and somebody <laughs> said, "Sir, I have a question." And then they said, "Do you know what size nut goes on this bolt?" that I'm holding. 
I'd say, why don't you do me a favor and get the hell out of my store? Because I wouldn't know what to say to these people. I would panic. But then when you walk, you bump into the right worker, they just know all this stuff. And then if you're like, oh, they say, do you have any other questions? You had a question about PVC pipe for something with my toilet or whatever. And then they're like, yeah, I can help you there, too. Hmm. Fascinating. Don't you ever wonder at people, Donna? Sure. Not about people, but just like you wonder at how do they? What, yeah, I like the how people like have to memorize codes for produce and things like that. Or if you're at the place you're talking about, let's call it house stop. If you say, "Hey, can you tell me where to find plastic or vinyl gutters?" Just pulled that out of thin air. Sure. And they'll go, uh. Aisle 11, about a third of the way down on your left. Yeah, it should be bay two. Right. I'm like, you know, you don't just know the aisles, you know the bays. Isn't that amazing? It is. I it bet. really is. It really is something when people know that kind of stuff. You ever do what I do when uh, you, you, I always have to call for help at like the self-checkout? It's with produce every time. I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at weighing bananas and stuff, but it's usually produce. I need help. And then he comes over, the associate help, and then they punch in their little... Code. And I'm like looking real fast. I'm like, I'm gonna matrix matrix this crap, and I'm gonna run this store. <laughs> if I if I pick up this code, everybody's coming with me. I do have to say, I am getting a little sick of the self checkout. There's not enough manned checkouts. What is going on? Where are the people that used to ring you out at Target? Uh, we won't name it any names. Target. We'll call it Blargat. All right. And the other place aforementioned we'll call House Warehouse. Okay. Where are these people? There's always, you know how many, do you know how many checkout lines there are at my Target in Chaska? I'm going to round up about 80. You know how many lights are on? About two, ever. Yeah. And everybody else, then you're checking out. And just sometimes you get a big enough load and you're like, I don't want to check all mm-hmm. this out. Totally. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accidentally scan something twice. And then I got to bring Bert over to mm-hmm. punch in the code again. It's just all. I mean, thing. while we're complaining, yep. how about that house, warehouse place you're talking about mm-hmm. where they wear orange? Mm-hmm. How about putting the checkout in the middle of the store? Oh, could you? Like, I get it. In the middle of the two entrances. I don't. Yes. Why, why? Why? Why are you I making me get up? my steps in? Right. You got to enter how one dare door. You? Exit the other door, but you always you want to park your car near the entrance. So then you have to strategize as you park because you want to park near the entrance, but then they make you exit through the exit, and then you got to walk a long way back to the entrance where you parked your car, or you got to be a forward thinker and park near the exit. During the pandemic, they didn't even let you in the exit door. You it was only one way in, one way out, and they used to click you in. Remember that part of the pandemic? They would we had a guy with a clicker. Oh yeah, because they didn't want too many people in there. Yeah. Do you think? Somebody had a meme the other day and said, uh, I accidentally wore a red shirt into Target, and long story short, I'm picking up Debbie's shift on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) You get it? No, I wasn't listening. Donna, I knew it. I knew it was a fake laugh. I knew you all, you blinked, and I was like, she's gone. She's gone. I'm going to say say it again. again. All right, go ahead. Here we go. Take two. This is a meme (laughs) that everybody else got except for Donna, so bear with us. 
There's a meme that said, I accidentally wore a red shirt into Target the other day, and long story short, I'm picking up Debbie's shift on Saturday. <laughs> That's very cute. <laughs> See? It's cute. Is there a phone call? Yeah. All right, let's yeah. take it cold. Who cares, right. Mike? Just put them on. <clears throat> Guten Tag this Hello one. there. Guten Tag. You are on the Don and Steve show. Who just called in? Oh, I know. I'm just talking about the the, the food issue and, and um, all that kind of stuff. You guys have, like, totally nailed it. And uh, I just, I'm laughing my brains out because it's all of our lives that we're going to the stores and the people that are there, they're going the service line to self, no, don't do the self do because you're going to take longer <laughs> and there's people behind you because you're going to screw up and you're going to have to get the Walgreens person to come in or Walmart person in my case, right? come sure. to the Come to the line and help you, and then they're all standing there glaring at you. Yeah. They might as well just stay in the regular checkout line. So I just, you know what I do? What do you okay. do? <laughs> the thing is funny. But Because in Walmart, you have to stand in line for so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it. I know. I what, are you, so what mag- do you do? I read, peop- I read People magazine. I love it. I love your style. <laughs> you know what you should do next time? Since you're obviously a, you're a risk taker. And it's like, oh, sorry, I'm not going to buy it. Hey, next next I time. Don't care. Hey, hey, you listen to me now. Next time, <laughs> I want you to not do the People magazine since you're a risk taker. Pop open those Tic Tacs, put a couple in your little paw, and then close it back up. Put it on the shelf. Who cares? They're making you wait. Steve. Oh, there's many options when you're standing in line for 20 minutes. Telling you, don't uh, steal especially kids. at Walmart, and they're always really nice, but there's never enough people. And All I right. want a paper bag, damn it. Hey, Donna! I want a paper bag. Me too. I don't, I don't want, want those, those flimsy plastic things at all. Like, you put something in there and it bursts out in your car or something. You know the story. All right, Judy, get your own show. We got to right. go on. The- <laughs> she didn't say her name was Judy, Donna. <laughs> Golly. There goes a listener, Donna. I'm kidding. Come on. <laughs> I don't like the paper or plastic because I feel like I'm being asked asked an environmental question. And I don't know oh. what the right answer is. I know. It's like when you go to PetSmart and they're like, do you want to save a pet's life today? And I'm like, nah, let's nope. kill that one. <laughs> kill him. All right. All right. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll do other stuff All right, cool. next. Good to you, Steve. Bye.